Good evening, or good afternoon, I should say. Welcome to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host, Jamar Nelson. And I'm Patwin Lawrence on assignment. On assignment in Atlanta, GA. Yes, listen to Patwin out there. Patwin is enjoying some nice weather out there, not as quite as nice as we are enjoying yeah, here. 35. Yeah, exactly. Nice 35. <laughs> it doesn't actually feel that bad, actually, considering I left this morning and it was like probably like negative 10. Yes, it was so. cold. It is Saturday, January 13th, yeah. and we are yes. podcasting this week. We are preempted because of NFL football, ladies and gentlemen. We hope that. Go uh, yeah, Vikings! Oh, well, I, I don't know about all of that. I don't know about all no, of that. No, I really hope that they make it, because I know that's what they're trying. They're trying to get to that Super Bowl in their hometown. So I, I hope the best. I, hope, I, I really do. I hope the best for them. Because wouldn't that be awesome if they actually did get there? Just how crazy the city would be? It would be uh, awesome if you're a Vikings fan. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm nonpartisan. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Is but, that right? I, but but I'm a team player, so I live in Minnesota, so go Vikings. Well, no, I think you're right. I think the Viking fans would love to have uh, be the first team in the Super Bowl era to play on their home field. Uh, although Miami, or excuse me, I think, uh, I'm sorry, the Niners did play in California when the Super Bowl was in California, but it wasn't on their home turf. So this would be pretty big. Uh, they think they have the good chance. New Orleans, uh, New Orleans, the Vikings are playing New Orleans here. Uh, tomorrow at 3.40. Um, okay. I'm choosing the Saints because I think the team is totally okay. over, uh, excuse me, underestimated because I think the the, t- the Vikings fans have looked at the three games that the, the Saints have played their division opponent, mm-hmm. the Carolina Panthers, and the fact yeah. that each game Cam Newton has run for a lot and thrown for uh, either 300, over 300 yards or 400 yards. But what I challenge Vikings fans to do is to go back, mm-hmm. use your Google, to go back and look at the two games prior to this playoff game, but the two times that they played each other this year. Look at the games that the New Orleans Saints played after the when they played the Panthers, and you'll see mm-hmm. that in those games, the defense of the New Orleans Saints did not allow that next opponent a two- or a 300-yard game. So I think their defense is totally underestimated. I think that this is a, a, a quality quarterback in Drew Brees that knows how to pick a team up and put on the shoulders. Case Keenum can't just manage the game tomorrow. He's got to do a lot more. Okay. Got to do okay. a lot more. Well, so. see, you know more about it than I do. So I'm <laughs> for the home, the home team. Like, I just think that would be awesome if they, you know, I, I kind of root for the underdog. Yeah. Kind of that, I've always been like that. And so, you know, even though I think it's going to be unlikely, to be honest, but hey, Give it a shot. You got to try. That's right. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Pat being a homer. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, again, Pat and I always hate the fact that we only have a a, a weekly show because there's oh, a lot yeah. of events that happens during the week. And the Pat, gift when, that keep on giving. the gift that keeps on giving is the fact that uh, Donald Trump. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Donald yeah. Trump was. Uh, it was leaked that I Donald Trump. It was Lino. It was leaked that Donald Trump. Uh, in a meeting with uh, a bipartisan members of Congress, uh, was uh, uh, heard calling uh, countries that are uh, black and brown countries, uh, such as Africa mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. what were the other, what were some of the other countries he called that? Uh, El, Sa- El Salvador. El Salvador, yep. He called them uh, bleepos. Uh and there he he's faced and should have faced a lot of backlash 
the White House did not deny it, although they said that the language wasn't that strong. Um, Dick Durbin has come out along with uh, Flake and other uh, uh, members that uh, attended that meeting and said that, yes, he did say it. Uh, but, Pat, when there should be no big surprise, the fact that, I mean, I know that he's a bigot. Yeah, I know that he's a racist. This should be no surprise. And here's the thing, okay. Pat, when, here's the thing, because I, 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 yeah. I know you're out of town, so I'll let you speak in one second here. I, here's yeah, the thing. Even if you, you and I talk to each other all the time. And you and I say yeah. things that we won't repeat on the radio but, and can't repeat on the radio. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. you have conversations sure. with your buddies and your friends that you shouldn't yeah. have and you wouldn't have in public. And I get that. But here's the thing. Mm -hmm. These weren't his buddies. There is still mm -hmm. a professional type of decorum that has to be held by a president and by those members of mm -hmm. congressmen, by your firefighters or your policemen, things of that nature, right? This dude right. bucks that trend. He can't stand that. It's not cool to call African nations bleep holes. It's not. That's where you and I, you, yours and my ancestors came from. And I don't think that it's a bleep hole. Mm -hmm. I mean, us as American citizens, uh, proud American citizens, we wouldn't want America called a bleep hole because we know that it isn't. But there are places in America that you probably mm -hmm. could call bleep holes, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, and I just think that it's disgusting, and we cannot make his type of rhetoric and disgusting behavior the norm, Pat. Well, you know, I, I have to partially agree with you on this. Um, I'm of the camp. I, well, personally, I believe that this is a trap that's being set up by the Republicans. But we'll see about that because, you know, there are people that have denied, like some of the senators that were in the meeting, um, that have denied, you know, even hearing those comments or that even happening. So I so to be honest, I don't know if Trump actually said that. Now, does it sound like something that he would say? Sure, I could believe that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he actually said it. So that's kind of where I'm at on it. But you're right about the professional part. Like if he did actually say that, then yes, that is not professional, especially in the office that he is in. Uh, and knowing that people would use that against him, um, that would not just be a smart move to do. So um, so if he did say that, then, yes, I would be totally against it, even though I don't disagree with that comment, because I do agree a lot of those countries that he mentioned, you know, are hellholes. We'll use that. We'll use that. Term. They're hellholes. <laughs> right. Right. It's like places in America are hellholes. Right. And we, and see, we need to get away from this political correctness. Like, I'm true, not a political true. person. I, like, I, I don't care about that. We need to the facts are the facts. And it's interesting that people are out saying, you know, oh, yes, you know, I'm, you know, a hellholer. You know, I'm this and I'm, you know, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is silly. Like we need to call a spade a spade and say, yes, these countries are bad. And why are we letting these people into our nation anyway, when they don't bring any value, they're only bringing our nation down. But if people are out there saying, oh, I'm proud to be from a hellhole country, I'm proud to be, you know, a hellholer, then why do these people need to come here then? Why don't they stay in their country and build up their own country? And then particularly Haiti, See, that's where I think the trap is, because the Democrats, especially Hillary Clinton, should not have been sitting sitting out that Twitter about Haiti, because we know she stole the money from the Haitians. They oh, have my been saying that For the past, what, 10 years now or however long it's been since that earthquake and all sorts of drama, you know, our child trafficking and all that's been involved you know, coming to Haiti. 
and then also with the U.N. when their troops come in, just like they've been talking about bringing U.N. troops to some of the inner cities like Chicago, and people are like, oh, that's such a great idea. No, that's a horrible idea, because if you know the track record of those U.N. soldiers, where they've been raping, particularly in Africa, Latin America, and other countries, where they've been raping little boys and little girls and abusing women and like no that is not a good idea and first of all we are a sovereign nation we don't need we don't need that in, in any way so you know i, I i'm kind of conflicted like if he really did say it then you know no that's bad but then my main question though that i have throughout all of this is why are people leaking information from private meetings that should be like the first point that people should be like why are people repeating what's being said in these private meetings. Because when you have executive leadership, whether it's in the White House or in the CEO's office or, you know, an organization, their board meeting, those things should be private where people can feel free to speak openly and freely without feeling that, oh, it's going to get out what's being said. And I, and I think that's a really unfortunate, um, you know, part about this that nobody's really speaking about. But Why Pat, are these leaks happening? Pat, the, the thing about it, though, is here I, I scoff at that because Republicans got to quit acting so brand new. The, uh, reporters and the uh, president's staff and people next to him, their spouses, have been leaking things since the beginning of time. I.E. Watergate is probably the, one of the biggest leaking leaks and th- break-ins and all of that uh, that happened in Washington. But prior to that, there's always been leaks that have happened. Um, well, when it's criminal, when it's criminal type activity, yes. But it's yeah, always been, but but it's always been criminal. I mean, to leak, but to leak if well, but it's always been. Uh, uh, it protect you, but does that protect you and you? You as a person, because if you're there, you become a party to illegal activity. So yes, when it's illegal stuff happening, then yes, you have the right and the obligation to speak up. But when it's, you know, comments and, and, and people speaking freely, speaking their mind, negotiating, then, you know, that, that should be part. We shouldn't be party to, to, you know, what's being discussed there. We really shouldn't. But here's the thing. That's I, my opinion I, on that. I'm with you on that, the fact that we, don't, we shouldn't be so PC. I mean, I get, you know, because I laugh how when on Facebook, you know, I swear and I'll cut someone out or say something harsh. Mm-hmm. People get mad. Oh, my God. All you do is attack. Jamal. You just attack. Yeah. You just attack. Yeah. But but they, then they'll say I voted for Donald Trump. And I'm looking at them like, huh? So, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? That's the but, Minnesota nice. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> but so here's the his, yeah. his, So I'm with you on the fact that we shouldn't be so PC. But. No matter what, we've always held our president to a higher sure. standard, our governor, our sure. mayors. And there's, sure. we, still have to ha- we still have to hold the next people to come around, and even Trump's feet to the fire sure. to, be, to hold right. professional Absolutely. decorum. Because seriously, Absolutely. some of his bombastic um, rhetoric, any president's bombastic rhetoric can lead to a war or can lead to catastrophic no things happening. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I think That's we true. cannot normalize the type of behavior that he does. And listen. But we don't know if he's doing that. We don't Like with this, we don't know if he actually did that. Some people are saying yes. And then you have like Lindsey Graham, you know, the senior senator from South Carolina coming out and saying, yes, and I confront. Like he didn't do anything. He was making that up because, you know, there's blackmail on him. And that actually was out last week where Trump has this, you know, case of, uh, of him, you know, supposedly, you know, giving, you know, doing something on someone so oh you know and so he's he's yeah that was all over twitter last week oh but you know 
And then he's coming, but you know, he, everybody knows he like bought and paid for that. They got the dirt on him. So he's like out there doing whatever. But when you have other senators like Senator Cotton saying, you know, well, he was in the meeting that wasn't said, or he doesn't remember it being said other senators, but then other ones are saying, yes, and they confronted him. Well, you know, if, if Trump really did say that, I don't think people will come out and say that he didn't, knowing that he did. But then also, I know how people lie too. So I don't. Really, so I really don't know what happened. The white. But, but what we can learn from this, though, is we need to have more. Uh, those meetings should be more confidential, where people should not be sharing stuff, leaking stuff to the public. And a lot of what has been going on in the Trump White House was because of Bannon. That's been coming out where Bannon has been that mastermind and they're undermining the president. That's why you've seen Bannon's base, like, you know, has totally turned on him over the past couple of weeks. And then with his book, you know, or not his book, his, um, you know, or I think it is his book, actually. The book that, that it was in, yeah. yeah. Comments. Yeah. Uh, and so you see how now he's kicked out of Breitbart and, you know, and so things have turned. That shows that, that shows a lack of loyalty. And that's what I see in, uh, you know, what's been going on with people that work for the Trump administration. Uh, of course, you know that the other side is going to use every opportunity. So that's we don't. don't we do don't certain things. We don't. No, no, no. But it's just politics. You know that the other side and I'm not just saying just in this particular case, it's the Democrats. But when it was Obama, the Republicans were using every opportunity. True. But that shows that there needs to be confidentiality and that there shouldn't be leaks, that people need to be more loyal to the people that they are working for. Um, and, and, and that's one of the issues I know from a personal level with the Council on Black Minnesotans where, you know, I had that issue with Representative Moran, you know, and I called her out in a public meeting because the things that she was doing to the council as a board member, as a member of the team, going against the wishes and the desires of the team. So you, you, when you're on a team, you need to have team loyalty and you need to be a part of that organization, not undermining and working against the organization. And so I see that going on with our legislators. And it doesn't surprise me with the people in the administration in, in D.C. Well, he's not. We don't have a lawyer terrible. president, so you can't ask for loyalty. We've got a little more. We got a he's lot of look. Oh, please. Yeah, please. We've got a lot more on the other side of the break. Uh, this is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and Yai High Radio's Ain't no sunshine when she's gone It's not warm when she's away Ain't no sunshine when she's gone And she's always gone too long Anytime she goes away Oh, welcome back, welcome back Black Republican, Black Democrat I'm your co-host, Jamar Nelson and this is Patlin Lawrence. On oh, and, 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 and huh? <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> no, that was me in the background. Oh no, that's not you. Oh, oh, you mean that great crooner? No, that isn't me. That's true. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Do, you, do you know who it is, Patlin? No, because I, I I was hoping it would come up so I could hear it, but you know. You didn't hear it. Well, I heard it partially, and then we, you know. Oh. Then you came on. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can sing it for you then. You want me to finish the rest for you? No? No, okay. no. Okay. We, we've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Black Republican Black Democrat. I'm Jamar Nelson. And, and, and it's on assignment, excuse me, in Atlanta, Georgia, is Patwin Lawrence, our co-host uh, in sunny Georgia, but not so warm, but sunny Georgia, right? Not so warm. Patwin so is warm, on assignment in Georgia because of... Uh, uh, there's, uh, as everyone should know, Martin Luther King uh, is uh, uh, observed on Monday 
and Pat Wynn is enjoying some festivities there in Atlanta where uh, MLK was, uh, Dr. King was born at. And so Pat Wynn right now is enjoying some of the festivities. So you might hear a little bit of uh, noise in Pat Wynn's background, but uh, be like the rest of us and enjoy that. And hopefully uh, Pat Wynn doesn't get too distracted. No, I no. won't get distracted. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> so Pat Wynn, what else is on your mind, bro? Well, Oprah. 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 Yes. This is the one Jesus needs to take the wheel on. <laughs> like, what's going? What's what? Like, are are people serious? Are people actually serious about Oprah? Well, people were serious about Trump. Like, people were serious about Trump. Yes. So, so here's this thing about Oprah. So, uh, you know, I so I used to like Oprah. Like, I remember as a kid coming home. Four o'clock, watching Oprah. Right, they would, the yeah, yeah. Four o'clock, just like everyone else, yeah. you know. And, and, but then I grew up because <laughs> you saw how Oprah treated the black community. What you know when she didn't? Well, why couldn't she take care of schools in Chicago, which really needs to? We have schools right now in Baltimore that don't have heat. I'm sure you saw that, you know, um, earlier this week where the kids were huddling in the classrooms because there's no heat. You know, and they're cold. And, you know, and these are black students in Baltimore. And she said, and you can go back and, and you know, pull it up on YouTube or wherever, you know, her comments about why she built a school in South Africa where she has no lineage, no heritage, even though she tried to claim she was Zulu. And she ain't Zulu. <laughs> um, you know, she's saying, well, the kids in America, they, they, they don't appreciate it. They won't appreciate it. They don't want to learn. They, you know, but these kids in Africa do. So she didn't even take care of her tribe, her people that are here, you know, in Chicago, you know, in other cities around the nation. That just really shows the type of person she is. And then plus, she's a part of this eugenics group with, um, well, David Rockefeller passed away last year, but David Rockefeller, um, Buffett, Gates, and others. And it's a Cold Spring Harbor group where, you know, that's basically, that's a eugenics factory. That's actually where the eugenics in the United States was implemented and where a lot of the testing and all is done. And she's, a, she's the only black person that's a part of that group. And, and this isn't like conspiracy theory type stuff. This has been reported in the mainstream press. Okay. Um, people can pull it up, you know, do their Google search engine and, and pull it up. But, you know, this is not the type of woman. She is not good for black America, first of all. And she's not good for America, period. She's hateful to oh, her stop. own race of people and the things that she's done. And then she gets a bear. She co-opts black causes black, you know, events like she did with Reese Taylor. Like, I was really appalled at what she's trying to do, trying to link that to the sexual abuse that's been going on in Hollywood and to white women and feminism, which black women should have no business being involved with, you know, white feminism. Why? Black that, women aren't, that, black that, women aren't victims of no, sexual no, no, assault? No, 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 white, white feminism, they don't care about black women. They don't. They, they don't care about they, you can ask Frederick, well you can't ask him but you know. Well yeah, I would like to. to talk to us about that. Talk, you know, about you know the whole like women's suffrage and the women's feminism and how they felt actually about black males getting the vote ahead of them. And you kind of have to think about sexism in a way. You know, there, there's a little bit of a point there where, you know, we used to be thought of as like dogs and animals and not yeah. real people, but yet the men got the right to vote over white men's sisters and mothers and daughters. So you really kind of have to think about, you know, that psychologically how that impacted white females. But see, they're the beneficiaries of, you know, white male uh, privilege and white male advantage that has happened in this country. So for them to then co-opt blackness and try to use that, try to use our civil rights movement, try to use Martin Luther King uh, as they are, are some type of oppressed people, that's bullcrap. 
It really is. And so black women should have no business being involved in that because they're not our allies. Well, here's the thing, so, though, Pam. I think that... That's how I feel about that. I, which, thank you. I mean, tell us how you really feel, Pat. No, I, I listen, I, I, I think that um, I don't take her fake candidacy or proposed candidacy. Um, uh, I don't I don't take it to be serious. Um, but I do think you know, I, I'll disagree with you on how she spends her money and where she's put where she's put it at. I think um, because there ha- there has been things in Chicago that she has done. Uh, there has been employment uh, when 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 it came to the, to uh, developing and building the Harpo Studios. There were uh, mm-hmm. there were blacks and minorities involved in building that. But but here's the thing: okay. I do think that her, her speech, you know, I, it wasn't Obama's 2003 speech, but I get it. I think that it was poignant. I thought it was truthful. I thought that it was right on because I think that you and I as men, and I and I and I think that I speak for both of us being as feminists. We have to advocate for voiceless women that that are victims. And I think that that was her main point. I think that people, uh, not just the media, but people, fans of that nature, when they hear rousing speeches like that that are made from their favorite celebrity, um, want them then to run run for president. I mean, think about it. I think that trend was set with Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Ronald Reagan, Mm -hmm. if you want to be exact, to be quite honest, you you know. But that was planned. This was planned because when you see a big media rollout, you know, after that speech, there was a big media rollout. That was planned. This wasn't just like, oh, she gave a really good speech. Let's jump on. No, 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 no. That's planned. Because when you see the way the media jumped on that and how everything was in the press and all, that was something that was planned. You know, that was planned that that was going to happen. And they're floating that idea. Now, if, is, is she going to actually run? Well, I hope not, because, first of all, she has too many skeletons in her closet to be running. Um, she'll be just completely destroyed because, you know, she used to she be buddy buddy like a lot of the black celebrities with Trump. But here's so, the thing. And you know, Trump, you know, he, he's probably got those skeletons because, well, I'm not going to say it, but Trump, Trump's been with some, you know, black females in, in his lifetime. So that, that has come out. Oh, and that's going to come out bless. some more. And it wouldn't surprise me about Oprah. So I, I, like, I, we don't want those skeletons to come out. I'm just saying so I think that I don't think that she'll run because I think that, uh, you know, I know that she loves Cory Booker. So I think that she she I think she's smart enough and wise enough to know that um, her celebrity uh, may not transfer over into politics. I mean, everybody can't be Trump. I mean, Kid Rock thinks, you know, he thought about running and he thought twice. Um Everyone can't be the Will Smith. Will Smith is another person. He wanted to be governor of uh, uh, Pennsylvania. Exactly. You know, everybody you know, can't yeah. be. Uh, everybody can't be Jesse Ventura and 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 Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. and, and and Donald Trump. I, seriously. But you know, they can run. They can you, run. You can because, run, you know, but I, I, I it doesn't transfer. It doesn't transfer over to me. I want to know your politics seriously. Be, yeah. I just want to yeah. seriously know your politics before you decide to run. I, I mean, but, you but might be my favorite. Well, but you so might be where every, anybody can uh, run as long as you meet the qualifications for office. Anybody should be able to run, and then no, I, that whoever that those people are. So it doesn't matter. You don't need to be a polished politician. And people don't. That's what people don't like. That. And that's what the issue a lot of people have with Obama and Hillary and a lot of those politicians, where they're very smooth and they're slick. People are tired of, that, and that's why a lot of people like Trump. That he's brash. He says what's on his mind, just like the average Joe. And that's what a lot of people like about him, whether that's you know good or bad. I'm just saying that's what people like about him, that he's not polished. 
And well, listen, I think we need to move away from that. I, I don't think, think move away from that slickness. No, we don't need to move away from yeah. p- p- from professional decorum. We don't need to move away from that. So I'm not going to let you say that because this dude got elected. That now we should move away from that. But on the other side of the break, we'll continue with more of this because I'm going to not let you get away with that, Pat. One, but uh, uh, okay. <laughs> no, but on the, we got more on the other side of the break. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and Twin Cities News Talk on your iHeart Radio. <laughs> Welcome back. Twin Cities News Talk, Twin Cities This is Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host, Jamar Nelson. This is Pat Lauren. On assignment and sunny but not warm, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Georgia, yeah. You know, so I'm not mad at you because it's not that warm there. So, I, I mean, it's, you know, still below zero here, I think. But I'm not mad at you that you're in Atlanta, Georgia. And well, it's almost not- 40 degrees warmer. Well, this is true. So let me be quiet, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll shut up. This is where I'll shut up. So, no, I think that before what we were saying, I think the the I'm not mad at the fact that uh, Oprah or any celebrity would want to win, or excuse me, would want to run. But I think that, listen, I still do think that, yes, this is a land, this is America, and where you should be able to run if you want to, you know, money, yeah. look at Trump. Um, but but Trump, seriously though, Trump is mm-hmm. the example of why I just don't want any and everybody to run, because look, I think um, he he uh, you you should know something about politics. Uh, I liked him better when he wasn't a politician. But he does. Well, he he, 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 he does. I just want to say he used to buy them. He used to. He used to buy them. He yeah. he used to know a lot about politics. Now he all of a sudden lost his rabbit mind, and um, the, I, so he's the example. Oh, I agree with that. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you would. He's been constrained because when you're in politics, you can't do the same thing you can do in the business world. Like, he you know, he doesn't know that regulations and like, well, no, he does, and he's finding it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. You know, because there's certain things you can't do that you can do, you know, in the boardroom, you know, so. It, it, it just it just works differently, you know. My dad had that experience. Uh, he, you know, he's never run for office, but being in the military versus working in the civilian world, where in mm-hmm. the military people do what you say, like yeah, right, you know, yeah, how things work. But in exactly. the civilian world, it doesn't like military people sometimes have a hard time adjusting because people are just kind of like, well, I'm not going to do what you say. Whereas in the military, you know, of course, that doesn't fly at all. So. You know, so yeah, so it's an adjustment. And so I think, you know, in terms of politics, though, that's what's so beautiful about America, that anybody, as long as you meet the qualifications for office, can run. And it's up to the, the, the constituency to then decide whether yay or nay and then, you know, move forward. And that's the beauty of America, the greatest nation on, on earth today. No, I agree. So. But I, I still think that not everybody should run just simply because you have the money or you think that you have the smart. He, he, what did he call himself? Uh, oh, a, a genius, which he's he's far from a genius. But I, well, just be simply because you are uh, are uh, passionate about your politics, or mm-hmm. you think that you're smart. No, you shouldn't run. You know, again, he's the example of why you just don't run because you're rich and you think. Look at the way he brags about it. Um, so, and I believe what I hear the fact that the staff that he assembled or some of the original people didn't believe that he was going to win. So it kind of t- it took them by surprise. Oh, you know, and so. Uh, oh. Well, when they, you th- but, but see that last week when they when he started doing that crisscross tour 
all of a sudden, I went and I saw him when he came to the airport, you know, there in Minnesota. Oh, did you? Um, and yeah, yeah, I went to that. Yeah, we, and that's when he knew from the internal polling because, you know, those polls that the media had. You know, I'm um, I'm uh, just a few blocks away from the fake news center of the U.S. Oh, and, please. Um, <laughs> but you know, all those polls saying he's going to lose by double digits, and people were so. But if you looked at the the the, the tally of the numbers and you look at the populations. I knew that night that Trump was going to win. I just didn't know about two states. And I put out a map. It's actually on my Facebook page. You can go back on, you know, Election Day. And I put out and I said, you know, Trump is going to win. I just wasn't sure about two states. And my map was correct, except for two states, Michigan and New Hampshire. But if you just looked at the data, you could see that he was going to win. So I think that that last week or two, that's when they realized they could really galvanize and, and get there whereas hillary she really wasn't campaigning she really wasn't she was being very smug and she thought that she had it when in fact she did and oh well well i mean listen she because she's a serious politician she had worked her buns off she had won elections before she, she uh, really she had won elections before she had sure. brought her cons- okay. well i'm saying so she, she she was a skilled politician that definitely yeah. was eminently qualified and, and the system wanted her and they, she still lost. <laughs> well, with a little help, with a little foreign help, yeah. But here's the thing. She, well, she, well yeah, a lot of foreign. You're right. You're right. You're right. A lot of foreign help. But she did. That, that, that has been, no, that's been, that's been debunked. That's, oh, so, it I has know, not. Really what's been going on with all behind all this news. It that's has not. came out about Trump supposedly saying what he said that very day. What was that, two days ago? Yeah. Where it came out that, you know, the social media companies like Facebook and Twitter and all of those are actually – you know, they're actually, you know, pigeonholing, you know, conservatives, people that are religious, especially Christians and conservatives. Like, you know, they're keeping them in kind of a, like a little box and not letting people see, you know, their tweets or their comments. And that was blown very big by Project Veritas. And that was trending. And then you have all of a sudden this news come out about Trump. So, you know, you know, so the whole system, that's fun. That's why I think it's funny that, you know, Hillary still lost when everybody in the whole world was on her side. But, yeah, she still lost. But that just shows you just how this system is, you know, it's all designed with the people that actually do have all the wealth and money that want to take us into a place where we don't need to go, where, you know, they want they're more globalist they're more internationalist, whereas Trump. You know, he's a nationalist. He wants to make America great again. He wants us to be self-sufficient and independent. <laughs> and these other countries, they're like, well, we've been having these one-sided deals where we've been benefiting. But now the U.S., Trump wants us to benefit, which yeah. is only right. Oh, please. That's Trump just wants right. Trump to benefit. He doesn't want America so, to benefit. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. So, yeah. So that, that's really what's, go, what's going on. So that's behind this, too, is to push out other news stories that um, are trending. But, you know what, that's only going to hurt the Democrats in the, in the future. It is not. Are you underestimating um, November when... Uh, uh, I, oh, I, the Republicans are going to sweep. I, the Republicans are going to sweep. Pat, when have you started uh, sipping on something have. already down there? I know it's nice no. and sunny. Have you started drinking already? <laughs> well, you know, actually, a lot of it was in the Marta. There, there was a little bit of something in the... In the D- there was a lot of something but, in the Marta <laughs> that you had, because <laughs> if you think the Republicans are going to sweep in 2018... You are drinking something, and I want bring me some of it no. back. Listen, this is going no, to be well, well, well. Typically, the uh, the opposing party actually does sweep, 
No, so like what? in the case of the Republicans have it, then it's the, the, the You're right, the polling party. Happens. You're right, yes. The, 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 yes, that's usually what happens. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is different. With all the, the craziness that the Democrats have been going through over this past year, all the, you know, the pitching fits like babies and all this, you know, silliness and the lies and disinformation, people really see through it. And I think that, you know, the, the Republicans are just going to sweep more. No. I think that's what's going to happen. No. Or they're it, just going to accuse everybody of being sexual offenders, and then, no. then, then the Democrats will win. So well, that's probably it, the strategy. If the shoe fits, so. I mean, you know. It, seriously, though, I think, look, this is, um, we, like you said earlier, I think that uh, midterm elections are a referendum on uh, the incumbent. The current administration. The current administration, yeah. exactly. And um, mm-hmm. I think that this is going to be no different. I think people now are, I mean, ex- look at the wave of women. Uh, that now know that how to hurt powerful men. It's to not only get them out of office, but elect one of their own, elect one of them. So I think that we're going to see. But, but are they? But are they benefiting? See, that's the absolutely they're benefiting because I think that no, no, that sounds good. But but you can take that and extrapolate that out to our community, to the black community. Yes, we vote these people in. They give us all these promises, but what do we get in return for that? We don't get crap for it. Well, listen, so, I, I think. Know, that's because you think that's because you're a Republican and you don't think that you don't think the Democrats. We don't get. Oh, what? Have, OK, what have Democrats done for black folks? Oh, stop. What has so Republicans done for black folks? No, that's not the question. The question oh. is, what have Democrats done? Because we vote for the 90 plus percent. Let, how, how how are we benefiting from the Democratic? Party? Let's talk about what well, then let's talk about here. Let's talk no, no, about it. No, 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 no. We're not taking the subject. Tell me how no. are black people benefiting from the Democratic Party? How? If you let, how? If, if you let me listen, I, if you let me finish, I'll okay. tell you. No, Number, go. go ahead. We're talking here, in Min- are we talking here in Minnesota? I'll Let's just talk about here in Minnesota. No, You've got- every, Minnesota nationally. Oh, Minnesota That's nationally. Minnesota. You have a good economy that President Obama presided over and left after he, after he uh, took over one of the, the most, uh, uh, the worst conditions that um, America had seen other than the Great Depression, okay? Brought, the, brought us back from the brink of destruction. Gave, gave a good economy economy. The minimum, the minimum income for uh, for black folks started rising. Black and brown folks started rising. Uh, more black folks started getting educa- educated. The the graduation rates uh, increased. Um, what uh, he decreased the 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 intended um, jail sentence that were opposed on imposed, excuse me, on black males. And minority males um, decrease that because we knew that that would be unfair. So because they always equate um, uh, uh, black fathers are not being in the home. So there's been plenty that Democrats have done and are doing. But I think I will agree with you the fact that we have to continue to hold any color person that is wearing a D or an R behind their name in front of their name. The feats to the fire to make sure that they are doing uh, and and. and um, uh, maintaining their their campaign promises, but Pat, when I I, I think that you're being uh, you're snowing our audience to to say that this is what Donald Trump has done is fulfill them. Donald Trump has done nothing substantive. Those regulations are something that are really symbolic and something that a president always does. But other than this tax bill that we know that is going to hurt the uh, the poor folks, for folks like myself, uh, not you because you're a rich Republican, uh, but uh, folks like. <laughs> 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 folks like myself we know don't that it's it. don't follow him up y'all don't follow him up on that <laughs> folks that, like myself we know that, that that it's a law uh that enacted that will hurt him because uh, that it, it'll take away 
Medicare. Uh, it won't give you more to, for your earned income. So uh, what I'm thinking, Pat, is if, 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 we, if we let Donald Trump slide, and how can we let Donald Trump slide? And when you guys uh, kept a torch under President Obama to maintain, and he did a lot of his uh, uh, campaign promises, and just to articulate what you're going to do uh, while you're running and when you sit in that big old seat, it's two entirely different things, Pat. And Donald J. Trump is learning that now. Of course, he always talks about the side of his neck. What else is that? Okay. So, okay. So, yeah. So, I, I let you speak. I let you say I'll your shut part. Up. So, I, the only thing that you said that I agree with is Obama on looking at sentencing reform and, you know, and how that disproportionately impacts black, uh, black and brown people. That is, that is true. That's why, like I told you last week, that's one of the good economy, health care. No, 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 because in terms of African-Americans and brown people, no, um, we, we slid in home ownership. We slid actually in jobs. Our unemployment rate went way, uh, way up under Obama. Oh, no, um, it did you, you, you look at every disparity, every category of disparities, it dropped under Obama because Obama did almost nothing for— oh, See, I changed. Oh, Instead stop. of saying nothing, almost nothing for— the black community and for but he did a lot for the hispanic community oh. in terms of with daca and immigration because see that helps their numbers and helps their community but that so they can vote for him right the black community no well yes that's why the democrats are supporting this immigration no that is um, not why, why we support immigration Pat they oh stop they want people that are anti-american people that don't have a background in the law and order in you know the type of constitutional republic that we have, they want people that from these third world hellholes. You know that's what they are. Here's this guy. Third world hellholes. That's why they're coming here. That's okay. Why they're coming here to escape from those okay. places. And you know, and so of course they're going to be in the pocket of the Democrats. The Democrats are going to give them a bunch of money. Oh. You know, and they're going to be like, okay, we're going to vote for you, and you know, and that's what it is. Instead of the well, but see, but see, this is how the, the Republicans. You know, if they can't get the immigration done that they want, what they need to do is send out teams to educate these new immigrants in the American way and change their mindset that way to get them to be, you know, pro Second Amendment, to get them into faith Pat. and family, which actually a lot of these third world people or countries Pat. are into that. And actually people are surprised, like the Somalians. Pat, check it so out. Be actually, a lot of them are Republicans. Pat, check it out. Before you know? We so, got we to take a break. But before we, before we take this break, let's do that. I'm just going to tell you the fact that Donald J. Trump is going to sign a a doc is going to sign DACA into law, and though and and you guys are going to hate it, and you guys are going to call it amnesty, but that's not what it will be. It will be called freedom, real freedom. Uh, ladies okay, and gentlemen, we'll see. Yeah, right. This is ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamar. That's Pat. One. We'll be right back on the other side of the break. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and Yahoo Radio. Welcome back. Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your co-host, Jamar Nelson. And this is Catwin Lawrence. Oh, I, I'm telling you, on the other side of the break, on the other side of the wall there, uh, the other side of the glass is one of the greatest mitz, mix masters there is. My man, Stan. Blue-eyed soul, Stan. No, that's funkin' for Jamaica. Do you know what that is there? <laughs> you like that, huh? <laughs> You like that? Welcome back. Listen, Pat, you were going on. You were you you were ranting and raving about 
how my president uh, didn't do much and how your president now is the – Oh, okay. Well, you're president too. This guy here is not my president. This guy is a he, – he doesn't – Yes, he is. He's not my if president. You're American citizen, if you're an American citizen, then he's your president. Has Unless to, you renounce your citizenship. No, I will not renounce my uh, American citizen, citizenship like he – like he, <laughs> and I won't pretend like when he did and he didn't know David Duke and people like that. I'm just saying this. This is – I don't – I don't um, – I can never agree – um, I would never agree. I would never get along with a guy that is uh, uh, a bigot. Period. And, and that's what he. Bigot. He hasn't done any. He hasn't done anything. To oh, get please. It. Yeah. Okay. So losing lawsuits, the way he speaks. So he's not a massage. Remember that was his father. Remember that was his father. Now I would agree. His father was a racist, just like yeah. most white people. Yeah. Back his then. father was not yeah. only racist. His father was a part of the Klan. Yeah. He was. I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't. So that so Klan membership was like twenty million people in the twenties. So sure. So that doesn't surprise me at all. But if you grow up in a household where your father is a Klansman, how do you? How, so you mean to tell me you don't? You're not going to inherit those same type of racist connotations. Connotations, of course you are. Well, do you, do you really want me to answer that? Do you really want me to answer that? Do you, do you know the question that you're asking? <laughs> because because then you would have to indict all white people, basically, because all, most white people grew up in homes where people were not only involved in the Klan, especially in the South, but in the North, in the Midwest. Out west, people were a part of racially charged organizations yeah. that were against uh, black and brown people. So you would have to say, by that extension, then all most majority of white people that are now in this country are racist. If you hold Trump to that same standard, I, listen, I'm not going to hold. And I'm not going to say if that's correct or not. I'm just going to. I'm just pointing out. I'm just pointing it out. N- what I'm going to what I'm going to do is 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 I don't know because I don't know I don't know the rest of the question. I don't know. I don't know the rest of the white folks in the world. I just know the guy that that won an election with a lot of help from a foreign from foreign uh, from foreigners. No, and, that's fake news. That's okay, been, that's been debunked. Okay, that's actually that was like insurance that these people in the CIA that now had to resign and now they're coming under increased pressure because they're probably going to face lawsuits uh-huh. where they made this whole stuff up. This whole Russian thing was made up. Uh huh. Okay. It's no. Off. Like no, you shouldn't use that. Use something else. No, well, I, I, I'm just I'm just using the truth. I'm just using what I'm just using what this guy gives us to use, Pat. When that's just that's I, I'm just using what he gives us to use. And the fact that's the bad stuff. Well, no, listen. How do you see? Here we go. Okay, let me let me just I'm gonna say this for like one second, one minute, and then I'm gonna get off this because real quick, I just don't believe that a guy that was in a party where David Duke was a part of, uh, where they endorsed David Duke to. Party. No, they, they, well, David Duke can endorse whoever he wants. That doesn't mean that the person he endorsed likes him or admires him. Because remember when Trump was thinking about running in the Independence Party, and then David Duke joined him, he actually left the party, or maybe that was the Reform Party, that he left because David Duke was a part of that. But see, people don't remember that. Yeah, we, people don't remember all the black celebrities well, that he used to hang out with all the time back in the 80s. In the 90s, all the rap songs with his name in there. What we like, remember, on, yeah, yeah because back then. Now he's a racist all well, of a sudden. Oh, no. Well, back no. then we they, didn't they know. Like that. He's pro America. Uh, yeah, okay. You know, well, doing, in America. And they're, and they're doing what their, their Democratic masters want them to do. Oh. Anti America, they're actually going against their best interests. Actually, Donald Trump and his program for America is what's good for African Americans, oh, for stop. Latinos, for Asians. What? For Putting us back in chains? All Americans. Putting us in chains again is good for America? Are you serious? Listen, Pat. not putting us in chains. Are you kidding me? Yes. No, I'm not kidding. That is such BS. Where? 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 Where are we going back in chains? Let me ask you a question. We're going back in the chains under Democrats. 
Absolutely. Well, we're already living on plantations. Or they already got us there in, in the ghetto. Well, if, if we're living on plantations Absolutely. because of Democrats, then why yeah, hasn't— Look at every Democrat city. Why yeah, hasn't Massa Republican been our savior then? What is Massa? Uh, well, why? That's a good question. Yeah. Why? What's Massa why Republican doing? If you want to try to do something, what do our, our Democratic masters do? They jump up and they're like, oh, you're racist, you're this, you're that. Pat, when the Democrats, they don't do diddly squat for us. I'll ask you the same question I asked you last week, uh, okay. both federal and uh, nationally, locally. Uh, who's in charge? And let's start with Minnesota. Let's start with Minnesota. Uh, 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 our governor. Democratic governor. governor okay. Repub- uh, Republican legislature. Uh-huh. Okay, and and, and nationally, uh, the 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 White House is occupied by a Re- Republican, and the House and the, and the Congress and, is Republican, and, and the House and the Senate belong to uh, Republican. Okay, and so uh, there are fifty states uh, in the, in in our nation, right? Uh huh. And uh, how right. many how many of those governorships are occupied by Republicans? I think like 35, 36, 35 yeah. to 38, 36. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So now okay. if, if, if I'm a governor, if I'm a, if I'm a Republican or Democratic governor of any state mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. state is, uh, and that state is, uh, mm-hmm. in free fall, uh, is mm-hmm. it not, am I not just as accountable as, uh, the, that mayor of that city? If that city is going down to a, a hell hole or being dilapidated under, under my watch, am I not responsible for that? Oh, no, you are responsible okay. for it. Okay. But in those Democrat areas, okay. they're the ones that can allocate because they're the ones that have the leadership in uh-huh. those local communities. Mm-hmm. And so they can allocate, see how those funds are allocated. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're not reaching the people, just okay. like in Minnesota, just like in Minneapolis, just like in St. Paul, where it's DFL leadership. But then that money doesn't trickle down at all. It trickles down to the buddies and the cronies systems, those nonprofit folks and, and, you know, our, you know, leadership, black leadership in those areas. But that doesn't trickle down to the average citizen. And it's the same in all of our communities. That's why all of our communities are terrible places to live. And people, as they get some money and resources, they leave. They leave. They, they, we're getting out of here. We're going to live out amongst white people. And that's the other trap, because that's the problem, even though this is MLK weekend and, you know, and they focus a lot on integration. I think that was a fatal flaw that instead of we should have focused on, Instead of focusing on equality, per se, we should have been focusing on economic development and getting our resources because we had our own communities, we had our own businesses, our banks, we had our schools, we had everything we needed. And they were burnt to the ground. We needed the support of of the law, making sure that the laws were being enforced. Do you remember Black Wall Street? Do you remember Black Wall Street? Yes, we did all that. But But what we didn't have, we didn't have the protection of the state. The state went in and were part of the terrorism through the police force, dropping a bomb on Tulsa on the Black Wall Street. Exactly. And other exactly. Exactly. And, but that's what that's that's the good part that was worked on in terms of. The, but instead of now, we we lay our own economic infrastructure, our own banks, our own uh, uh, economic centers, our own education centers, because we want to go run and be with white people, and that's not how it works. That doesn't mean I'm I'm saying be anti-white. That's not what I'm saying, and I don't. Want no, to of course not. That. But what I'm saying is we have our own community resources to be able to take care of our people, just like Asians do, just like Jewish people do, just like pretty much any ethnic group that came to America set up infrastructures within their community, just like you see in Minneapolis, the Sons of Norway, uh, Thrivent, which was, uh, the, I think, the Lutheran Brotherhood, and all these other organizations. Trump's favorite where, place. You know, where people were taking care of the people that came from their nation state, their people, 
we had the same thing, but when we wanted to integrate, we left all that behind because we can go be with white folks. And that was our mistake because now we're guests. We don't have no ownership. And when you have no ownership, you really don't have any say. And that's why we're in the position that we're in. A lot, a lot of people are worried about the browning of America. And I think that uh, that should be the least of their worries. I think this is a great place. America was already great. Well, President Obama made it great well, for us. The, the, the problem, though, the, the, the issue there is it's, it's, it's not cut and dry. The issue with the browning of America that whites have is because you have to look at the values that the you know, country was set on the laws in terms of, you know, the freedoms that people had went through in Europe in terms of, like, say, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, because they went through all the tyranny with the church and the state and all of that, you know, over there, people killing each other because they don't believe in, you know, this way or that way. And so a lot of those freedoms were enshrined here. And what they're concerned about is people coming from so-called third world countries that oh, don't please. have a background and love for that. Oh, please. Are coming here and they're more socialist. They're anti-capitalist. They're, you know, anti-gun. Pat. You know, so there's a, that, so that's part of. We don't, that, they don't. That's a big part of this, the, why people are against the browning. But then the other part is the racist angle because the whole premise behind racism from whites is about white preservation. It's all about. Exactly. DNA. And we don't because have to simulate. Black, this is the. Have, we don't. Yes, we don't. We don't because, you know, when black and white mix, black is dominant. So genetically, and so that's what the, the other part of this whole Browning issue is: is that they they will be annihilated. And you ask any of those the white supremacists, you ask David Duke this, you ask um, Richard Spencer, you ask uh, the other guy who has uh, American uh, Renaissance, uh, Richard uh, Jared Taylor. Yes, any of them, they'll tell you it's about the genetic survival of right. the white race. What, That's what they'll tell you. Well, I'm glad to be. I'm, I'm black and proud to be black. I'm glad you are too, Pat. Absolutely. And, you, Absolutely. and we, you'll be back in studio next week. And listen, I'm glad you're out there for my Luther King holiday. Have fun. Yeah. And if, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us this week. Make sure you podcast the show and make sure you replay the, uh, this Facebook Live. This is Jamar Nelson. And this is Pat Lawrence. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat. Thanks for listening to us this week. Make sure you post your podcast and listen and join us next week. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Bye.